Welcome back, Sports Anyway You Want It, segment two on a Thursday. It is gorgeous outside today. That's what you tell me, Alex. I haven't been outside, but you said it was in the well, 50s. Yeah, well, you, you'll get outside when you drive to work here in about 40 minutes. He's Zach Freeze. I'm Alex Frank. This is Sports Anyway You Want It. We were talking about the Buccaneers Saints divisional round playoff game on Sunday. The um, Saints, or the Buccaneers, excuse me, defeating the Saints 30-20. to to avoid being swept by them three times this season. Uh, Tom Brady now heading to his 14th straight NFC Championship game. We were just talking, you know, Zach, how long he's been in the league that now he has an opportunity to win a playoff game in Lambeau Field. I mean, think about where, think about, you know, how Brady's won playoff games. He's, you go back, he won his first Super Bowl in New Orleans 19 years ago, he he won a playoff game at the old Foxborough Stadium in the snow. He he's won playoff games at Heinz Field. He um he's won a playoff game at Arrowhead. He's beaten so many different teams in the playoffs. He beat Jacksonville. I mean, he's been to Super Bowls in New Orleans, Houston, Minneapolis, Atlanta. I mean, what what hasn't he done? I mean, he's done it all. He's just going for. He's also been six. He also quarterbacked a sixteen and zero team in the regular season. He's just going for another for a ring on the second, you know, on the second hand, and the you know he's going for the middle finger this year. I guess it's just like he's think, just. It's crazy. Yeah. Think, think about the the number of sports figures, and there aren't that many who have won seven championships. Not many. Seven. Nick Saban just won his seventh national championship as a head coach. John Wooden won, obviously, seven straight. He's ultimately a ten-time national champion. Yogi Berra won ten World Series. Um, not even... Babe Ruth didn't even win seven World Series. Bill Russell. Bill Russell won 11 NBA championships. I mean, Michael Jordan didn't reach seven. Right. Kobe won five. LeBron's won four. Um, I don't. How many did Mickey Mantle win? So the Yankees won in 51, 52, 53, 56, 58. He won seven. I'm sure there's others, but just the ones that I can think of off the top of my head who have won seven national championships. Mike Shashevsky's only won five NCAA tournaments. Um, Dean Smith only won two. Yeah. Although you, I think you really more so measure coaches based on the number of Final Fours they've been to than national championships. I agree, yeah. I agree with you on that. A national championship is like a is like a is a result of making the Final Four. But it it just baffles me. Like like you think about how how hard it is the game of football is, Zach. I mean. The amount of physical toll it can it can take on you or affect you. Um, I'm just thinking, like, and to be able to play the toughest position in all of sports and do it for this is what his twenty first twenty second season in the league, and his really his no twenty first season. My bad, his twentieth year playing 
as a starter and just how he's been able to do it for so long. He's so good at what he does. Like, no longer, like, if anyone still says, oh, Belichick won the six titles more so than Brady did, you're wrong. I mean, I think that's kind of proven. I hate to say it's proven itself out, but it's definitely, like, you can't argue with it right now. I mean, you gotta you got to give Brady his credit because look at the Patriots this year. Seven and nine weren't good. Cam was bad. Pretty much a mess. Uh, and... Look at Brady. I mean, Brady obviously has great weapons, but you still, I mean, you have to. And now that he's not in the, he's not in the system, and he's still great. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and you think about his career is so long too that there was the there was chap there was phase one where he wins three Super Bowls in four seasons, gets to four in seven years. Heck, the fourth time he went, he had a team that was eighteen and zero and was less than 60 seconds away from finishing 19-0. and That's how good New England was that year. And they were. And if it wasn't for the greatest play in Super Bowl history, they might be 19, and they might be 19-0. And then there was Phase 2, where from 2005 through 2013, they only went to two Super Bowls. So you're jealous of how much they win. There was your opportunity. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Indianapolis, those teams all took advantage of it in winning Super Bowls. Then there's Phase 3, where he goes to four Super Bowls, including three straight in a five-year span, and wins uh, three of them in a five-year span. So, I mean, that's how long his career is. Because before 2014, he was just a... To me, he was just... You know, another one of the best quarterbacks in the league that just so happened to have three rings. Yeah. And now, here late in his career, all he's doing is winning. That's an impressive feat. I mean, I've talked about, you know, I don't know if he's the most talented quarterback. I don't think he is of all time, but the accomplishments, the decorate, you know, he is the most decorated, I think, and, and that's pretty clear. Um, and to be doing it at 43, I think, deserves, you know, I know people are like, well, you know, he's just dinking and dunking at times, but it's like, no, nah, he's, Brady can still sling it. Um, maybe not like, obviously not like he used to, but he can still move the ball down the field when he has to. And he still made some some pretty wild throws, even at at uh, forty three. So and he's forty three. Like we don't guys don't play at forty three. Like NFL play, like that just doesn't happen very much. And if they do, they're not very good. And Brady's, you know, kind of done away with that narrative, I guess. So yeah, it's an it's an incredible feat. I mean, he is. He is the most decorated, the most decorated football player of all time. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, yeah. fourteen conference title games, Zach. Ridiculous. I mean, he's he's six and three in the Super Bowl. I mean, oh, by the way, he also has the he also has the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. I mean, his numbers in the postseason, in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's played. He's almost played. He's played more than half a regular season's worth of Super Bowls. If he wins on if Ian the Buccaneers win on Sunday, it would be his tenth Super Bowl. He has played in the month of February nine times. 
Not bad. Not bad at all. All right, so the team that they will be facing on Sunday, Tampa Bay, whoops, excuse me, uh, the Green Bay Packers, they were winners on Saturday in the NFC Divisional Round, 32-18 to over the Rams. Um, it, it, look, I mean, it wasn't um, a complete... Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Um, this game, to me, while it might have been in question at some points, let's be honest, Zach, Green Bay was by far and away the better team. I agree. Green Bay was better. Yeah, it wasn't a runaway or anything, but Green Bay looked like the better team. Um, without without question to me. And credit to the Rams. I mean, they hung in, um, made it probably – I mean, I think they made it a little bit of a better game I thought it would, than I thought it would be. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, is special. And we talked about Rodgers being um, decorated, uh, as decorated as he is. But the talent that Rodgers has, uh, unbelievable. And they ran the ball at will, basically. Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams were great. Um Lazard has has been very good. Um, he just elevates, you know. He um, he elevates these guys. You got Robert, like who was Robert Tunyon last, like a couple years ago? No, he was a nobody. Did you know he had fifty two receptions on fifty nine targets this year? Really? Yes. That that is incredible efficiency. That is incredible on the part of that connection between Rodgers and Tunyon. That is incredible efficiency. I think. No doubt. And, I mean, Aaron Jones, I talked about it, but he has been spectacular. I think you look at his numbers this year, over 1,100 yards, uh, top five in the NFL in that category, five over five yards of carry. Um, he's just been um, great for, for the Packers. Um, but it is Aaron Rodgers, and this is what this is about. I feel like I'm not going to call my shot. I don't. Maybe I will call my shot. It just feels like the year of Aaron Rodgers with how he's played. I hope it doesn't come back to, to bite me. but I hope it does, because you know what my run rule in life is. But what? go ahead. Never jinx or something? Never bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. What a, okay. What about never bet against Aaron Rodgers? He's a bad man. Uh, okay. He's lost the last, let's see, 2014, 2016, and 2019. He's lost the last three NFC oh, championship games that he's been in. Give me a break. It, don't put, don't you put that that loss to, in Seattle to, on him. Don't you? Do it was that. not. On, I'm not putting it was that. On I'm, BJ, not, I'm, it not, was on I'm not. on Bostic. I'm not putting. It wasn't all on Brandon Bostic. It was on the defense collapsing it was and, on the defense. and a special teams blunder. But oh, by the way, Green Bay did have multiple chances in the first half to score. They did, and they kicked field goals. You want to bring that up? That was like the most miraculous thing of all time. I mean, that was like a miracle. The way that game ended. Yes. Now I'm not going to put that loss on Aaron Rodgers. Because he was the MVP that year. I, will, I won't put that one on him. I will, however, put the one last year on him. And I will put the one at Atlanta on him as well. All right. Fair enough. I'm not... Look, I'm, not, I'm still not betting against him this year. He just looks like he's in a groove. He's on a roll. Um, I'm, an Aaron yeah. Rodgers, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. I he know that. He was on a roll in 2014 when they went to the NFC title game. And in 2016. So it sounds like you think that... You're, you think Tampa Bay is going to win? I'm not going to spoil my pick just okay. yet. Okay. Uh, all right. You are right about Aaron Rodgers, though. Continue, though. He is just, I mean, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. Like, how many guys, like, who who does that? I guess Mahomes has done that, something similar to that, right? Or, or close. I think he had 40, 50 touchdowns and 12 picks. 48 um, to 5. 48 to 5, Alex. 
48 to 5. And I mean, yeah, Devontae Adams is great. But this isn't like, you know, he's not throwing to like But is he great because of he because of just him or did Aaron Rodgers kind of make him who he is today? I think it's both. I think it's Aaron Rodgers has made I don't think he's as good without Aaron. if he's in Tennessee, I don't think he's that great. But I still think he's a good receiver, but I don't think he's that great. But I there is something to be said. Yeah, I think Aaron Aaron Rodgers has definitely helped has definitely helped in that regard. And it's interesting to me how just two years ago, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers were being heavily criticized and you know there were adjectives used as stale and Rodgers didn't look like himself. You realize yeah. he threw for twenty four touchdowns and two interceptions that year. Yeah, the last two seasons 74 touchdowns, nine interceptions, um, 66% completion percentage, over 8,000 8, yards. Um, yeah, I think he's his quarterback rating is 107.9. Look, I get, you know, there. I was probably in that, in, like, that one year they went, like, six and nine or whatever. Yeah, I was a little bit maybe like, eh, Rodgers, maybe he's lost a little bit. And he but, wasn't, and considering he wasn't that great last year, Green Bay won those games. He wasn't that their great. Their ability to run the ball and their defense was really good. He wasn't that great last which year, which it still is this year. But I'm what I'm seeing with Rodgers is this year is a little bit of a, is a little bit of a rejuvenated form of him. Zach, we talk about Sean McDermott being a great coach and hire. How about Matt Lafleur? Yeah, and what he's been able to do with that Green Bay offense. There's so much motion. There's a run game. There's balance, and then there's Aaron Rodgers. You know, just I mean, he's made Robert Tunyon now one of the top ten tight ends in the NFL. Devontae Adams, maybe one of the definitely a top five wide receiver, and against the best corner potentially in the NFL right now, Jalen Ramsey. On Saturday, he had nine receptions on ten targets for 66 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Adams came to play. Rodgers was 23 of 36 for 296 and two touchdowns, no picks, QB rating 108.1. He was helped by a Packers rushing attack that ran the ball 36 times. Aaron Jones had 14 for 99 and a touchdown. Jamal Williams had 12 for 65. Even A.J. Dillon had 6 for 27. That, my friends, and this was talked about by the Fox broadcasting crew of Kevin Burkhardt and Daryl Moose Johnston, uh, that is called a balanced attack by running back by committee. It is. Um, Williams and, and, and those guys. I mean, the, Williams and Jones are a, another mean tandem of running backs. Talking about Cleveland, but those two have been uh, spectacular. Um, but, yeah, I, I think you look at, at this game, and, and I, I think credit to, look, Green Bay's, Green Bay's defense. I mean, we, we talk about Aaron Rodgers a lot. I thought Green Bay's defense, look, I mean, it wasn't pretty all the, the entire game, but I thought they did a good job getting after Goff, four sacks in the in the game. Um, you know, a guy like Rashawn Gary, uh, Kenny Clark up front, they, they, they definitely, I think they've gotten a lot better up front. And then their secondary, um, Jair Alexander and, and Darnell Savage, um, very well done, Adrian Amos, Kevin King. They built themselves a nice secondary, and that's what they need. I mean, too too many times it felt like Aaron Rodgers had to, um, you know, basically had to win kind of on his own. Like, you know, it would be basically up to the offense because their defense was, wasn't great in years past, more often than not. But this year I feel like they have been very, very stout defensively for the most part. Um, 
I, I like what they have. I like their. I just like their personnel better um, than than what they've had in years past. I think that's helped. Um, and then when you can, you know, when you get a couple stops, you know, chances are Aaron Rodgers is going to help score you a couple touchdowns and give you a cushion. That way, you know, you're up two scores, um, take some pressure off you. So um, I think that's been a big, big part of it as well. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of this Packers team. I really like how they've played. The only concern, I guess, would be is, you know, the team you're playing, you know, is a team that whooped you. I mean, they just flat out. You started good against them. You're up ten nothing, but then after that, it was just a flat out beatdown. Do you realize Green Bay punted on every possession in the second half of that game? Really? I don't. I, I remember watching the game, but man, I guess I didn't realize it. They punted every time. Every time they had the ball in the second half, they punted. Three times they went three and out. They never crossed Tampa Bay's fifty yard line or the fifty yard line. That's a concern. In the second half of that game, it is a concern. But at the same time, I, I look. You were coming off a bye. Tampa Bay was coming off a bad loss at Chicago. Brady was livid. And like you said, in the second half, they, they I mean, I mean, in that game, they got whooped after being up 10-0. Um, both teams are obviously much different since, um, and by the way, the NFC title game, we're getting to that. Uh, 3 o'clock on Sunday on Fox, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Aaron Andrews, Tom Rinaldi, who, by the way, has transitioned nicely into a sideline reporter for Fox. Yeah, it's kind of been a surprise. Like, I almost forgot, like, oh, yeah, he's on Fox now. And so, um, just a quick transition. But, yeah, I like, I like Rinaldi, too. I am going to miss him with college football, but he, as a reporter, he is he's great. as good as they come, top-notch. Um, he's a great reporter. Trustworthy, credible, all the other adjectives to describe him that are synonymous with the two I just mentioned. So, yeah, and uh, Westwood One Radio, Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, Laura Ackman on the call from Lambeau Field in Green Bay. I mean, this is going to be, and it was so nice that Lambeau was able to have fans for that game on Saturday. I mean, Lambeau Field with fans, just, it, it, it's, it's a must. I should say Lambeau Field empty, ugh. No. The look of it was just, ugh. You're in, you know, you're in the, you're in the upper north of the country, it's cold, it's dark, and you just have your metal bleachers around you. Ugh, that, that scene, just even for a home team. Yeah, and you're right in the middle of like that. Uh, I mean, it's right in the middle of a neighborhood. It is just kind of strange. Yeah, and, and when you have fans there, it just hits differently. I mean, I mean that that's on my bucket list to go to a game there. Lambeau's iconic. I mean, Lambeau is is such an iconic. Yeah, venue. Packers Sports come here though next year. It'll be interesting, Alex. Yes, it will. So too will this game on Sunday. I mean, there. So another thing too that element to this game was you think about the Packers so the Rams score a touchdown they it, late in the first half it was the Goff's only touchdown pass of the game to Van Jefferson so they're back in the game at 16-10 the Rams didn't play a bad game I'm looking at the final numbers right now it doesn't help when you uh, only run the ball for 96 yards and you ran the ball very well the previous week at Seattle that's another thing too to this game but then you just let Aaron Rodgers go you want to know the final drive of the first half for Green Bay? It goes like this. Play by play. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it went... Where is it? So, 29... First off, there's only 29 seconds left. Most teams are taking a knee up yeah. that up by six, going into the locker room. Not with Rodgers. No. They go 21 yards to Adams, and then 33 yards to Tanya. What? 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 <laughs> I mean, seriously... Seriously, ask yourself, and Brandon Staley just got hired to be a head coach. His last game as defensive coordinator, he lets Green Bay do that to the number one defense in the NFL? Hmm, 
Not good, Freeze. It isn't great, Alex. It's not. And then let's go to the first drive of the second half. First play, Aaron Jones up the middle, 60 yards. They're at your 15-yard line, and you're not even 30 seconds into the second half yet. And then the touchdown, one-yard run for Aaron Jones. Well, that right there was the most critical juncture of the game, and the Rams give up nine points. Excuse me. That was a big, yeah, I mean, that was clearly just a, a, a terrible swing there for the Rams. But Alex, let me, how, how does this change your, does this change your opinion on the Rams? Does this season, or did this go about how you thought? Because honestly, they outperformed. I, like I, I didn't think they were going to be as good as they ended up being, but right. I thought they kind of rediscovered their ability to be a run-first team and then have Jared Goff and the passing attack feed off of that. I, I, I think Sean McVay proved himself as a head coach. He got a lot out of this team. This defense doesn't have a lot of the players that they had on that 2017 and 2018 teams. Leonard Floyd, though, is a nice addition. Um, but it, it's going to come down to, you know, I think Jared Goff, and obviously there was this article about McVay and Goff's relationship, if it's, you know, starting to maybe fracture a little bit. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out as the, as the offseason going into the next season. I still think you have to respect the Rams. I think they are they have a nice roster. I don't think they're as World potent. Teams, yeah. I don't think they're as potent as Tampa Bay or Green Bay. But I still, I, I was not, I thought they'd be around a 500 team and they kind of outperformed my expectations. Yeah, I, I, I think, I, I definitely, I mean, Making the playoffs, I guess, wasn't a shock to me, obviously, probably coming into the year. But them winning a playoff game, I didn't think was going to happen, especially, you know, when they when Goff got injured. And I've never been a big Jared Goff believer, but um, I don't know. I feel like he's just so hot and cold. I feel like he can be good. Like, I don't think he played bad against the Packers. Really. He's a quarterback that needs a lot around him. I agree. I agree, and he's been in a you know McVay, obviously good coach. It's I think it's it's a, it can be a, it can work, but I mean they made a Super Bowl, but I just feel like it's so hot and cold with Jared Goff, mostly cold for me. But it's cold because the Rams, the other parts around him aren't working. Todd Gurley was ineffective in 2019. Jared Goff's performance dipped as a result. They lost Brandon Cooks in the off season to no wait did they lose no that was. They they traded him to the um, where did he go the Texans. So Cooks was there last year. Was he Cook, was Cooks with the Rams in nineteen? Um, I think he might have been. I think he was, but he didn't play much. Or okay, he, so he there's, an, there's there's another reason as to why Jared Gaff's performance dipped. Yeah, and I think not having um, not having Cooper Cup. Obviously, in that game, hurts. I mean, oh yeah, you don't have Cooper, Cooper Cup. I think is their best receiver, and it's like, it's a, it's a tough, it's tough to not have him because he's obviously been a, but, uh, a security I mean, blanket. But I will say this: Jared Goff, he did keep the Rams in the game. They, Definitely. They, I mean, they had. I mean, it was never a blowout like I thought it was going to be, particularly after the first half ended and the second half started. But yes, I mean, I the Rams. It doesn't change my opinion about him. I really don't know what to expect from them next season. They're they're honestly a wild card team, just as they were going into this season. Yeah, I think they're about the same. I don't see them getting a ton better, a ton worse over the next couple months. I mean, honestly, I think they can honestly that division, 
is wide open next year. Yeah. Because the Cardinals showed they have potential. They just needed to they finish really, better. They fizzled. I mean, yeah, that they was really, a bad, bad yeah. ending. The Niners, they had injuries. I still, Kyle Shanahan, I, yeah. Kyle Shanahan, I can get behind. I think they're a prime bounce back candidate. Yeah, year. they just need to figure out if Jimmy G is the right guy at quarterback. They have a very talented roster. Though. Nick Bosa comes back, as do a lot of players who were injured last year. And then Seattle, Seattle the I mean, if Russ is still there, Amazing. They, I mean, they should be at least a contender for a playoff berth, NFC West title. But I, I look, I love Russ, and I, I was a big Russ defender. But man, what the hell was the second half of that year? What kind of crap? But it doesn't that? happen very often. No, but it was awful. He was awful. It was the last. I would say the last. But Seattle's, six games, he was trash. But Seattle's roster is actually very talented. I think they have talent. I mean, they have like. I mean, they're, they're receivers. I would put them up against... DK and, and Ty Lockett. Yeah, I mean, they're great. At least great. they're top two. And then yeah. you still have David Moore. Definitely. Um, but it's just... Ooh, that was rough. That was a rough end of the year for them. But Yeah, and you'll think about that for a little bit. But once the season starts and yeah, Russell and goes back-to-back... And, back, and then they'll be like, yep, back They'll have the back-to-back 300-yard passing games. And, oh, by the way, there'll be fans in Seattle next year. Let's be honest. Seattle's going to be fine. They should be Probably will be. They probably will be. All right, so... Um, picks. NFC picks? Championship game. Obviously, both games are rematches of Week 6 games earlier in the regular season. Both Week 6 games? Yes. That's funny. Chiefs-Bills was supposed to be on Thursday night. Was that on a Monday or It was Tuesday? on a Monday because it got moved because the Bills-Titans game the week before got moved because Tennessee had COVID issues. That's right. It is remarkable to me how we are at this point in the season with everything that has gone on and with, with a disease as contagious as this one is. True. And we have and we have not missed one game on the schedule. It's true. It is crazy. Um, you know, we've seen all the cancellations we were talking about with college basketball and even college football. You know, there are a bunch of postponements. Which I'm not saying that's on the athletes. This just no. is, this, this just is a no, really serious not, virus that we're playing sports against. I'm not blaming anybody, but it is. You're right. It is a surprise. Like they were able to get this through. Um, and it's been entertaining. Yeah, it's been a good season. I mean, we talked about like not having fans, but honestly, it hasn't really felt like it's that. I mean, yeah, you you miss the fans, but it's not like I feel like it hasn't been as like I feel like it's been more watchable than like maybe basketball has been with fans. I think at least to me, I think the football has been more like a better product. Did you notice it in baseball? Like, did you notice the no fans in baseball? Yeah, I noticed it, but again, yeah, that. Yeah, but still, baseball to me is like the fans aren't as big of a part of the game as I feel like in other sports. In the postseason, they might be. In the postseason, they are, but um, that's the you know that was the only thing. Yeah, basketball, um, they really are. Basketball, it matters, you know. And then football, it matters. It matters. It matters. I mean, it, like I mean, you think about Kansas City and New Orleans, Seattle, Green Bay, Paul Brown. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so the NFC, so the NFC Championship game, we'll get there first. Um, I mean, this is this is a fantastic matchup. It really is. Brady Rogers. Um, both teams also have really talented defenses. The weather forecast for Sunday at Lambeau Field, by the way, in Probably case chilly. anyone is, in case anyone wants to know, the weather forecast for Lambeau for Green Bay, Wisconsin on Sunday. I'll be in Clemson, South Carolina, having a good old time. So I'll be in. The comforts of fifty degree weather and some sunshine and who knows what else down there. Maybe a maybe some booze. Um, the the weather forecast for Green Bay, Wisconsin. 
on Sunday is a high of 29, uh, 45% chance of snow. By the way, uh, the weather forecast tomorrow is a high of 18, low of 6. So this is going to be some January football weather in Green Bay. It's not going to be where it was, what, 35 degrees last Saturday, a little warm potentially. Yeah, this is going to be Green Bay weather. And this is Tampa Bay going to Green Bay. But Tom Brady's played his share of playoff games in cold weather. You realize, Zach, in the two conference title games that Tom Brady has won on the road in his career, Kansas City two years ago, it was less than 20 degrees. Pittsburgh in 2004, it was 11 degrees at kickoff. Brady's also won a handful of playoff games in the snow. He's also won a playoff game in four-degree weather, in case you're wondering. I think he's going to be okay. And if he's going to be okay, then this Tampa Bay defense should be as well. Or this Tampa Bay team should be as well. Yeah, look, I think Brady, That to me, the weather, it's like Brady's probably been in everything. So I, that's not even that much of a concern, I wouldn't think, for Tampa Bay. I think you look at the, the 28 degrees, the 23 degrees, the zero degrees, whatever it is, I'm, Brady will be ready to play, I think, in terms of... Like, I don't think it's going to be the weather that affects him. But um, I don't know, Alex. I think it, it, we're due for a great game. I think this is... And I think you'll get it. This is what we want. I think this was a game that, that at least I thought, you know, definitely the Packers, the Bucks being in it with Brady, I think makes it makes it great too. But um, And this is Tampa Bay's. This is their first playoff appearance in 13 years. This is also, I mean, these two playoff wins are their first two playoff wins since they won the Super Bowl back in 2002. Yeah, I mean, it's the Bucks, like Bucks fans, I'm sure, have been waiting for this for a while. Packers fans looking to finally get back to a Super Bowl. So They've tried four times. Alex, what do you think? Or however many times. What happens? What happens in this game? Well, you know my one rule in life is to never bet against Tom Brady. I said it two years ago, and Kansas City was the better team two years ago than New England was. But I, I, I said somehow, some way, the Patriots will find a, Brady and the Patriots will find a way to win. That's how it's going to be on Sunday. Somehow, some way, I don't care how good Aaron Rodgers has been. I don't care how hot he is right now. This is Tom Brady. Never bet against him in the playoffs. If I'm wrong, so be it. I think Tampa Bay wins this game. I will say they win it 34 to 27. I think that's fair. I think you could go either way. I'm rolling with Aaron Rodgers. This year, like I said, it feels like the year of Aaron Rodgers. Um, 48 touchdowns, five picks. Just the kind of games he's played. The role he's been on, especially lately, where he just doesn't seem to be missing that much. Um, I would take the Packers... 31-26. 31-26. I think it'll be a close game. I still think, you know, Brady will keep him in it. It'll come down to the end, but I, I like I like Green Bay at home. In Lambeau, cold Lambeau, the frozen tundra. Give me the Packers. All right, so now we move to the AFC Championship game. We've circled back to that. Buffalo at Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes will play. I didn't really talk about much as of a preview of this game. I will say this. Um, you could see this matchup for many, many years down the road. Yeah, I mean, this is two of the best young quarterbacks. Two maybe of the, I mean, these are the two maybe quarterbacks you would want to build your team around in the NFL that are under the age of like 30. 
So you're gonna get this matchup, by the way, next year because both oh, yeah. teams won the division. Wow! So the Chiefs will play the Bills next season. I, I'm not sure off the top of my head where it will be. Um, it's two great fan bases. Yep. Buffalo in the AFC title game for the first time since 1994. Ironic or 93, excuse me. Ironically, when they played Kansas City, and the Chiefs quarterback then was some dude named Joe Montana. Mm, he was good. That was Buffalo's fourth consecutive AFC championship win. Of course, we all know what happened after every one of those four AFC title wins. The Four Falls of Buffalo. Good documentary. I watched it last weekend. It is. It is a good documentary. Um, um, what do you think, Alex? I said earlier this week, if Mahomes plays, I'll pick the Chiefs. If he doesn't play, I'm going the Bills. But I got up this morning, I'm like... Oh! I don't, I'm not definitively saying I'm picking Buffalo. I don't okay. know. I don't know though, Zach. Like, does it feel like to you Kansas City has been hanging on by a thread recently? I know what you mean, Alex. I, I do think it's kind of been like that. They've played in a lot of close games. And you know what? Oh, if B- Buffalo may not be able to run the football, but at the same time, I don't think they need to. Ooh, do it, Alex. I don't know. Let me see what you have. You know, I, I struggle with this too, but I, I agree with you. I think the Chiefs, they haven't been playing the best football. I know they've been winning, but it just feels like they have, eventually it's going to break. The dam will break, and they run into a team that's just too hot, and then you know if they don't play their best or if they don't play good football, it'll come back to haunt them. I think that's what's going to happen. I like the Bills in this game. I think Kansas City's defense at times has been a little shaky. I love Stephon Diggs. I think he's going to dominate. I do worry a little bit about can the Bills run the ball, like you said. But I, I just I, I think that the Chiefs haven't been very good against the run, so I don't think it's going to matter that much. I think I, I just like Josh Allen. I like Stephon Diggs. I I think that the Bills eke one out, 31-28. I like this Bills team too much. This game could go either way. It could. Um, I, if Mahomes plays, he'll he will show up. He will have a nice game, but it's just that defense. And I and I know I'm gonna kind of I'm kind of contradicting myself by saying yes, the Browns got back into the game because Mahomes got injured. But at the same time, Mahomes also had three weeks of rest. And Cleveland was, they also did have chances. He can kind of look at it both ways. Zach, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to pick, it. I'm gonna yeah. pick Buffalo Alex. to win this game. I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. I'll say Buffalo wins this game 37-34. to So you've got both upset, minor upsets. Both minor. I, I Look, last year, or two years ago, I picked both the Rams and the Patriots to win on the road, and they did. Fair. Um I think I, my I, conference title games. I have been correct on the last ten. And I've been incorrect on every one of the last five years. Really, twenty fourteen I was right on both. Twenty thirteen I was right on one. So I I'm I'm twelve straight. No, my bad. Yeah, twelve straight. You've gotten pink correctly. Yes. Wow. How about Alex? He's been on a roll. Good good deal. I think regardless, I don't think. I think the only I don't think there's really a bad Super Bowl matchup that would come out of this. I think the one maybe I don't want to see is Chiefs Bucks. But other than that, I think the rest I'd be all in for. Why would you want to see Chiefs Buccaneers? I don't know. Brady I, versus Mahomes? I think it'd be good. I would just I think Bills like the Bills getting to the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be cool? 
Yeah, and can you imagine if they face Brady and all those years after Brady beat That's him? That's true. That would be a good one. Bills-Packers would be interesting. I, I agree. I just think the Bills... Chiefs-Packers just because that was the first yeah. Super Bowl. Okay, I can I can live with that. The Bills-Bucks... I'm sorry, the Bucks. Chiefs, probably least interesting. Not a bad matchup. If that's the one you're least interested in, it's then still, you have it pretty good right now. Yeah, that's true. Fan. You're not wrong there. You're not wrong there. I think that's fair. That's me being greedy and uh, any no. really any matchup would you be You can't fine. be greedy. If COVID has taught me anything, and I still am, you can't be greedy. No, absolutely not. We, we have a, we're going to have a Super Bowl, and that's better than what I could have said about six, seven months ago, so... And I think that's going to do it for us here on Sports Any Way You Want It. The conference title games this Sunday, NFC first at 305, excuse me, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, 640 on CBS Game 2, Buffalo, Kansas City. And we will be back next week to break it all down on Sports Any Way You Want It. He's Zach Freeze. I'm Alex Frank. Thank you for listening. Love you guys.